the way that we are starting the episode. <laughs> we start the, the episode like this. Shut the fuck up and go. Press play, bitch. Yes, but you always make these weird noises that I'm like, don't do I that on the episode. Accidentally touched my microphone. Don't leave be me alone. verbal with your hands. Be verbal with your mouth. I'm Italian. What do you want from me? And I'm Croatian. We speak with our hands, okay? Yes, you're Italian, <laughs> but you do not live in Italy, and I live next to Italy. So, what are you going to say to that? I'm going to say, spit on you. <laughs> Yeah, oh. you're cursed. Oh, <laughs> try me. Try me. I eat yeah. your curses for breakfast. Okay. Mm. Anyways. Anyways, hi. Point ping. Welcome to this hi. episode. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, it's it's starting off fun in, in proper proper point being podcast edition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had Some a beer. Animals. I had a beer. Yeah. I did not. It tasted fucking amazing. Like it's probably mm. one of the best beers I have ever had. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they be like that. They they be <laughs> like that at times. Yeah. They, yeah. Who they be like that? What I did not realize it is probably this. You know, one of the strongest beer beers I have ever even had. Because uh, this bitch is not like the usual like three point five, like four percent. This bitch is like seven point nine percent alcohol, and I'm like, oh. Okay, that's why I'm like twisty in my head a little bit. Sometimes it be like that. You can have (laughs) 20 beers and, you know, just get slightly buzzed. And sometimes you can have two beers and be friggin' spinning and rocked off your ass. And you're just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, why am I so fucked up right now? I don't don't drink alcohol like I used to before. And, you know, it shows. You know, I have a beer and I'm like, ooh, you know. Yeah. That was me um, on St. Patty's Day. I actually did go out. People, Stacy took me out. I had Hell green yeah. beer. It was awesome. I had three beers, G. Three. Three, three beers. And I, I came home and I was wrecked. Like, I walked through the door and my daughter was cooking food. And she's like, she's like, hi, mom. And I was like, I'm fucking wrecked right <laughs> Like Stacy gave me some corned beef. Well, and I was like, "Do you, you want?" I was like, "Do you want some?" She's like, "Yeah." And I'm sitting there, like, I don't even know how I got shit done. I was just like, "I gotta go to bed." <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's three, really... three beers, four, maybe four. No, I actually let Stacy finish the hat. Um, one of them. Because I was like, I can't finish this. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes it'd be like that. Gee. If you have a glass in front of you, you better finish it. I couldn't. I didn't want anymore. No, you know. No. I just wanted to go home and eat my corned beef that Stacy gave me. That's I was so true. excited. That's true. Like when I'm when I'm done, I'm done. Like I just want to go home. Yeah. I, I wanna. I want my bed, and I want yeah, something I to, to eat. eat. Like I don't want to go eat and then go home. Like I want right. food to take home and then eat in my bed, and then pass out. And then yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and when then, I when I tell you I want to go home, I want to go home, and that's fucking it. Uh, like yeah. I'm just gonna be in a bad mood if you say, "Oh, just a one more round." I'm like, "Fuck you, no." Yeah. Um, and then this weekend was I don't know about anybody else, but a, like I don't know if it was like crazy astrology or like the moon or the plants or whatever, but this weekend was wild. Like not from like I was just a bystander, but um, 
one of the kids we were drinking with on St. Patty's night on the way home, and it wasn't even his fault. He ended up getting hit by a truck and his car flipped and he's in, t- in intensive care. Um, the next day, Stacy picked me up. We were going to go out drinking again. I sat there. We went to go get cigarettes. I went into 7-Eleven. Uh, we went to leave and we saw this whole kid on a dirt bike and cops come and get him and he drops his dirt bike and he runs and the cop is like don't run don't run i'm gonna tase you and he ends up tasing him <laughs> and like we just saw the whole thing and of course Jesus. we couldn't move yeah we couldn't move because the the bike was right behind the car and that's a crime scene so it's not like we can move the bike you know but that was a good hour of our life. I was jazzed. I was like, oh, my God, because I've never seen anybody get tased before. It was <laughs> fine. But like, I was like, not in real life. I like, was like, poor, listen. Poor person getting tased, you're like, oh, let me watch. <laughs> he wasn't. Listen, he's not a poor person. The cop told him not to run. He was a That's minor. True. He would have walked away with a dis- a, um, a what? he would have walked away with nothing and you know now he's tased and off to the hospital but and the cops i have to say watching them they did a very good job like none of them did any yeah. of that cop brutality kind of stuff so see i would like but that to was see fun that. i would like to see that but you know over here our cops don't have the taser guns that yeah. your cops have yeah they have the the hand taser that you have to you know come up close to somebody yeah. to tase and they have real guns so yeah. you know he has a he had a gun brand. i mean all cops carry guns here yeah. but they yeah they use the tase if they can uh, of especially. course but you know if you know if he ran yeah, there he wouldn't ran. be like a taser that there would be you know you said fired. don't run i'm gonna tase you i'm gonna tase you and why didn't you the, film the, it? The, <laughs> The, I, cause it like, first of all, yeah, it was just, it just happened so fast. And then we went to the club and both me and Stacy uh, are like high adrenaline rush. And then I sit down cause we're starving and I sit down and there's like, I look down, there's like a ladybug on me. I'm like, Oh, Hey ladybug. So now I put the ladybug on my menu and I bring it outside. Cause I don't, you know, I'm about saving lives and stuff. The normal so. or the Chinese ones? Uh, um, the, a ladybug, like a red one with little black spots. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you also it's have Chinese luck. ones. Did you know that? I don't know if we have those here. Ah, they were carried into Europe to, yeah. you know, the, the pests that are on, you know, leaves and plants and shit to yeah. eat those because they eat those. But uh they they aren't necessarily there are red ones but they are red ones with black dots there are red ones with white dots there are orange ones with yeah, black dots ones. there yeah. are black ones with red dots and shit like that yeah and they fucking those. stink because they have uh, a liquid in them that's yeah. alike to an antibiotic and mm. there's like a swarm of them like every single spring and every single mm-hmm. So it's like it's a it's a fucking yeah it's a hell. But well, yeah. this ladybug was dumb because it took me about fifteen minutes with the menu outside of the building. People looking at me like I'm crazy because they don't know what I'm doing. They just see me bent over like in the dirt trying to, with a menu. <laughs> like, 
but he wouldn't get off the menu. Like no matter how many times I turned it, he would just keep going the other way. And I'm like, you stupid ladybug. But yeah. And then and just flick it. it was just, no, what if I heard it? It's going to be fine. What you do is put it onto your finger, raise your finger yeah. up and whatever direction the ladybug flows, that's where you're going to find your love. He did not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, do you not um, know that? I don't think I'm going to ever find love again. But anyways, let's get on with this subject because we can like maybe talk about that some other time. And then true that, true that, true that. That's going to be one of us, one of our spiritual delight episodes when we don't have anything to talk about and just chit chat about everything and anything. Um, So yeah, today we are talking about spiritual disconnect. Um, I was, I was thinking specifically of, you know, when it comes to card slinging and when it comes to divination, feeling disconnected from your cards, but it's a, it's a very broad subject in that sense, spiritual disconnect. So, you know, anything and everything that we talk about here, you can correlate to other things that would be, you know, deemed spiritual, you know, from meditation yeah. to, you know, any sort of psychic work to any sort of mediumship work and stuff like that even spells for that matter or working with deity communication with deity getting tapped stuff like that so Mm -hmm. see you you coined the term and i'm using it getting tapped so a trendsetter jenna a trendsetter Uh, yeah and spiritual dabbler i actually have been seeing that a lot and i wish that i fucking copyrighted that shit because you you should have so yeah we're talking about spiritual disconnect i think we are primarily going to base it on you know the cards and stuff like that but again you can take it with you know with anything else because it's pretty much the same principle it's just feeling disconnected or not connected to that energy or to that aspect or to that object or to the universe yeah because mainly it is you know the the for example the the cards in themselves are just a tool you know the extension Mm -hmm of your own natural ability of your own natural talent and of your own natural energy mm-hmm. so uh, in that essence you're not necessarily disconnected from the tool you're disconnected from the energy that flows through the tool if that would make sense right, right? so i know that you have had your your issues with that I am and still i have in it <laughs> you're still in it and i have definitely had my moments like over especially over the last year with you yeah. know doing more work I definitely do feel the effects of, of burnout uh, at certain times where it's like you do 10, 15 people a day. I mean, readings, not people in that sense, you know, don't, don't get me misunderstood. Yeah. You know, I don't, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lies. <laughs> <I> anyway. Mean, <laughs> in my youth. <laughs> You're uh, still young. What the hell? No, but I feel fucking old. So Some people are old souls. That is very true. And I'm mm. definitely one of them. So, yeah, you, you just feel like whatever you're looking at, like you can pull out, you know, the, the most simplest card of all, like what everybody thinks of, like the lovers. You know, you can pull out the lovers, you can pull out, you know, the, the fool and it's like, oh, it's a new journey. The lovers, it's like a, a path of love. You're carrying forward that torch of love. You're choosing to go forward in a partnership, right. you know, marriage, whatever. Well, when you look at the fucking card and you're feeling that disconnect, you just, you don't get anything, you know? Yeah. Like I was telling you. you... I find that when that happens and it happens a lot to me lately, I tend to 
rely more on the textbook meaning of the tarot cards because my intuition is having a problem connecting to the cards and I'm not seeing anything extra. I'm not able to like read into it the way that I was before. So I I get that. And that's actually, that's, that would be, I, I guess our first tip, go back to, go back to the beginning, go back to the textbook, whatever it says in there, you will still, whatever the the level of disconnect, you will still get some sort of sensation. Like you can read it between, you know, all of the sentences and and get all of the information, but you will feel like, oh, this actually feels like is the most accurate piece, you know, that describes the card. And it's like, okay, so that's probably it. Right. And then the other thing I do is I, um, so I go back to that. I revert back to the little white book um, meaning and then having I'll question my intuition more than just being confident in what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I notice that, like, I'll look to the people I'm reading to see if I'm getting any kind of those energy pickups where I'm like, OK, I'm on the right track or I'll be like, does this make um, does this make sense to you? You know, which yeah. is something I never did before because I don't have that strong enough connection to be confident in what I'm saying. So, Mm. and I do notice like within the spiritual community, like on my Instagram and the people I follow that a lot of people are having this problem. So, or they're starting to. Yeah. yeah. Because lately the, just the entirety of, you know, the energy around, I want to say around the globe has been so heavy, even, you know, the last two, two and a half years, have been mm-hmm. so heavy with energy that I think a lot of people are having this issue because when you're reading people, especially when you're constantly day in and day out talking to people that, <clears throat> you know, there is very little positivity at times and mostly yeah. just negativity, it does take a toll, regardless of what, whatever you're doing, whatever you do to cleanse or clear your energy, you will still have that feeling, you know, you will still have that, you will carry something from it. There is no yeah. cleansing, there's just processing that and it's it's not mine and that's it so i get that aspect and i will add on to that saying that even if you're not feeling the aspect of you know spiritual burnout going back to the textbook is is very interesting when you're doing readings because my readings are primarily just based on you know intuitively reading a card and seeing the picture in front of me and just interpreting that yeah sort of like a language in that sense what i will find is that when the meaning is not necessarily that intuitive there will be you know i will think back you know i i know that i learned that this card actually means this as well and i'll find Mm -hmm. that my intuition i guess is throwing me information that is very textbook but it actually fits the card much more description wise than me just kind of going off of the picture itself you know which sometimes is not necessarily as accurate So that'll definitely be one of the things that, you know, as almost like a piece one of, of advice. Yeah. And you just kind of like spurred some sort of like thought in my head that I didn't really think about before where you were saying like, there's so much going on, yeah. like outside of spirituality and being connected to everything that yeah. um, I have noticed, like in my readings, like I every like the readings are are fairly negative I'm getting a lot of reversals I'm and I'm like doing one of those I I hate to be the bearer of bad news but why do I gotta be like that kind of reader that actually like can't stop myself from being like well like 
you know, I don't want to sound rude or like be negative, but like this mm-hmm. is this is what's going on, and yeah, and it's kind of hard because you're like, because mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. it's like when you see death, which you don't typically do in tarot, but people think you do. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm not gonna talk about the bad things, you know. So, <laughs> but lately, I've kind of had to, and I mean, my readings as well, like you know, uh. I'll say I don't I don't ever sugarcoat things and I'm very realistic, but I was seeing a lot more optimism just in situations with people, with relationships. Lately, it's been more gloom and doom. Yeah. And you just kind of have to adapt to that. I mean, if you want to be respected and respectful in this, you know, profession or in what you do, you just have to you have to be honest with what you're getting. So and and that's difficult. It isn't always easy to tell somebody, you know, it looks like this person you know isn't as interested or they have somebody else or you know you might be dealing with this and you're not not really noticing this and you know the situation is like this instead of what you thought so that's that's definitely one thing the other thing that i would like to mention is go to the artwork you know and i know that you were doing this you, you know getting different decks that you felt like would be speaking to you and that is very true i i find that that for me for my mind, it's always best to go back to the traditional right away Smith yeah, deck, regardless. If is... I'm having issues with artwork, it's like, okay, let's yeah. go back to the basics. Like strip down all of the watercolors and all of the different things that have been added in for this particular deck. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back to the deck that, you know, is very simplistic. Not to say that other decks aren't simplistic, but, you know, for me most of my decks tend to be very complicated and there is a rarity of a deck that you can find in my collection that would be you know super simplistic so i tend to i tend to go back to that and i just pulled out a card randomly just to kind of show you by example what i'm what i'm meaning by this i pulled out the queen of swords and i'm showing to you jenna but she's in reverse so which is like first of all you're pulling out a court card Oh, I hate court cards. Second of all, you're pulling out uh, a, a reverse card. So it's like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? So, okay. Mm. For me, it would be, let's go back to the basics. Let's reverse the queen. What do we know about the queen? Female figure, right? She's somebody well, of Female the, energy. Female energy. But female figure in the card, right? So we have female energy. There we go. We also have somebody that's of royal nature, right? So we Mm -hmm. have that kind of a demeanor and everything else. So we go to the connection with the elements. So queen would be, queen energy is water. We have the swords, which is air. So we have combination of water and and air. Now, upright, that air is above water. So it's like it works and flows very nicely. So she's Mm -hmm. very very peaceful with her emotions. She understands her emotions. She's very stern because of her position. She's very sort of regal in that sense. And she knows what she's doing, like clear, clear headed and controls her feelings. Okay. So if we reverse her, what do we get? That sword is upside down. She's turned on her head. The air is no longer above water. It is beneath water. So we have pressure which is telling Mm -hmm. us that, you know, she's feeling an immense amount of stress. Second of all, water being above air is going to cause chaos. So she's probably 
feeling very chaotic about herself, either about her life, about the situation right. at hand, about the question that is being yeah. proposed, feeling well, stressed. And because she's so very mentally... She's logical. She's very she's, logical. Right. And now she doesn't work the, with emotion very exactly. well. Exactly. <laughs> and now right. that the emotion is at the forefront, what is she going to do? What is she going to be? She's going to be erratic. She's going to be defensive. She's going to be, be aggressive. A hot mess. <laughs> like... be a hot mess, exactly. And it's going to be overwhelming for her because she's not used to, to that to that emotion that much because she likes to have everything under control. Yeah. So she might, if this is a person, she'll probably be a control freak. She'll well, probably try time, to yeah, manage she... everything and is just going to turn to shit because she's right. not handling things the way that she would normally, realistically, because she's working from a mind space that's very warped because there is a lot of pressure of that water coming down onto air. So for me, that would be like, okay, so we are looking at the picture. So just looking at the picture in in the artwork, you're seeing that sword is upside down. So that energy of air is going down into the ground. So it's going into sort of physical reality where it's, when it's upright, it's going up to the sky where it naturally belongs. Right. Clear head. But when she's down there, it's like my head's in the mud. I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm looking at, you know. Mm. And that's why in a lot of... Uh, I like the depiction of the Queen of Swords in the Deviant Moon Tower the most. And that's mm. one of the... My favorite depiction of Queen of Swords in any deck that I've seen so far. Because it does talk about her being defensive in that in that aspect especially when she's in reverse because she's been through shit she's lived through shit she's seen shit and she Mm. has her guard up right yeah i mean yeah for somebody who deals with everything logically and not to be able to process things in a logical way and then you put emotion into somebody who doesn't actually you know acknowledge emotions like because it's a logic like they make sense of their emotion and if they can't then then they get like frazzled because it's just not it's not their normal process like they don't they don't know how to do it like yeah i mean she she can she can handle emotion and i think because she is a queen you have that water element naturally there and agree with you on that but Mm. what i would just to clarify is that one once that water is on top, she no longer can process it as she normally would, which is well, yeah. basically what you were saying, right? Rationally as she normally would, it just becomes too fucking much for her. Yeah. So for example, yeah. the uh, what I'm what card did I'm that I'm thinking? Queen, not king of King of Swords. Fire and air. Now yeah. this dude in reverse. Well, elementally, when you add air to fire, mm, you, you end up with a bigger fire. So, I mean, air feeds fire. So, air feeds fire. And the same principle upright, yeah. very balanced. That fire is controlled, that, you know, mm-hmm. everything's, everything's fine. But in reverse, that's when you get that explosion. That's when you get the aggressiveness. That's when you get, you know, overly assertive person or overly assertive situation. That's just like, it won't give you fucking peace because things have to be the way that, you know, it's like, you ain't going to get your way. It's either going to be my way or the way that, you know, the situation is playing out and you have no fucking control. Right. 
that's the type right. of energy that you're dealing with with king of king of swords in reverse and especially if you're dealing with a person my suggestion is fucking prim because you you until heard... they balance out you, you ain't gonna get anything productive done no yeah they have to turn upright because yeah. they can't process dude no, this is not no. their normal processing so they just feel unbalanced and they feel and being unbalanced for somebody who uses logic Oof. is just like you yeah they, it's like a they fish re- out of water they react like in the way that air would meet fire like exactly internally externally they usually show it externally because you know logically it you know makes more sense to you know fight it fight these emotions you know yeah. what i mean yeah. i'm not so. gonna feel this it's not what i want to feel right now so i'm just yeah. gonna fight it i'm gonna suppress it and i'm gonna be fucking pissed about it and i'm gonna be a bitch to everybody else because that's the fucking way that i know how to deal with it yeah i'm in a mood I'm in, <laughs> yes. alone. oh yes <laughs> but i'm not in my feels it's like hashtag mood but not hashtag feels because they don't know how to be in their feels because they are logic like they're logical they rationalize emotion you know what i mean i'm I'm thinking of something i'm thinking of an idea and i want and i want people to tell me if they would like to see an episode on this what if we did an episode on famous instagram social media sayings as tarot cards for example feeling cute might delete later like which card would that be Uh, you now my brain's like i don't know i'm going through like what 72 cards in my head right now 72 78 (laughs) like listen leave me alone i don't count the court cards i kind of hate the court cards like when i see a court card i'm like well even if you didn't especially the the pages the wrong number because there are 16 court cards listen math bro math bro (laughs) so that would be 62 cards shut up anyways continue with your conversation point being we want to hear more about your idea point being like i i kind of want to see if people would be interested in that because i was just thinking that it's like it actually sounds fun like what card would that be what if we just played with court cards like 16 court cards we take that out look the thing is we can really have fun with this because you pick like two decks or something take out the court cards take it with you mm-hmm. when we record and just like go through the image and it's like this bitch kind of looks like you know feeling cute my delete later Mm. right because i think that would be that would be interesting yeah i i kind of think feeling cute might delete later would be i'm I'm feeling the cups and i'm swinging between page of cups and queen of cups okay for for that sort of thing i i would i don't know i personally see it as a page Uh, me too or a night yeah. Because it depends on which way you're coming at it. It doesn't seem like to me a queen or a king knows. They don't they question. Know. Exactly. Whereas a knight would be like, I'm gonna, you know, queen, well, knight of what? Swords. Oops. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like rush yeah. in there. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> so like, but yeah, I mean, we can I'll write that down right now, sir. Hashtag 
whatever. That's what I'm putting. <laughs> Are you going to write it down? Because I don't have my notebook with me. Write down. Yeah, that uh, one of us has to write it down or we'll forget because, you know, that's how we be. <laughs> Two sadies <laughs> recording yeah. this. Yeah, it's, it's a mess. So, yeah, back to oh. the topic. Um, yeah. What else? Spiritual disconnect. Meditation, I guess. Meditation is a, is a great thing when you just allow your mind to wonder, just kind of a, have the image in your mind of the card. It's, you know, pull a card. I think getting to, to the basics when spiritual disconnect happens, like sleeping with the cards under your pillow, like mm. looking, picking a single card a day, stuff like that, journaling about it. And I journaling, think through that, I was just gonna say. Yeah, through that journaling, I think meditation would be, you know, the next, the next step just to kind of envision the card. And what I used to do with Oracle decks is just kind of a, imagine each Oracle, especially if, you know, it's, it's a themed one, like the Dragon Fae Oracle. So you have like an entire sort of like a mythological place or even the fairies Oracle, stuff like that. I would sort of imagine myself being a part of that reality, sort of like a different dimension. Mm. And I'm observing the life or the actions of the character that's depicted on the card, if that makes sense. Well, you're intuitively reading it instead of going to the guidebook. But I mean, when it comes to oracles, like every oracle deck is pretty much created for a certain subject. So when I'm buying Oracle decks, I find myself going, okay, this is what I'm going through right now. And I will look through Oracle decks and I will find one that I'm like, yes, this is what I'm going through. And this is the advice and the guidance that I need because that's what this Oracle deck was created for. So Exactly. But I think I'm the fun. same the same principle is applied to tarot because I know that I did that with specifically with tower of vampires being daniels i did that Mm -hmm. with that deck because there is such a such a richness of information because of the the holy grail that the guidebook coming with that deck is Mm -hmm. you know the dedication and time spent i'm not gonna you know it's one of my favorite decks as you can tell is it allows you to sort of immerse yourself in and sort of the information that you get a lot of it you can confirm with the actual book you know, so that sort yeah. of thing. But at the end of the day, it is trusting your intuition. You know, it is trusting into into what you're what you're feeling, what you're seeing, what you're sensing. Now, you were you were saying that you were thinking of journaling. Well, I just feel like, like you said, going back to the basics. You know, maybe just going if you're having a hard time connecting intuitively, like maybe, and you're going back to just. You know, I noticed you said going back to the Rider Weight, which is usually the first deck that everybody kind of works with, yeah. or the system, anyways. And or a version of it, it. Yeah. It just it to me it sounds like if you're having a disconnect, you're technically going back to how you started because that's what yeah. you're comfortable with um journaling maybe you know i don't know i'm having a problem with this anyways but yeah journaling maybe stopping reading all together for other people and just connecting with how you started in the first place maybe yeah. that's the way to do it like yeah taking a break stepping back and just reteaching yourself might you know, and journaling is one of the best ways to do that. So, you know, maybe just 
pulling a card and not necessarily trying to read it for yourself or what it means, but just journaling about its actual, like having your journal become its own little white book. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that, that, is, yeah. that is a great way to put it. Yeah, exactly. And I think what both of us are trying to say with, you know, going back to the basics and stuff like that, the case may be that if there is no connection to the cars specifically, it could be that the decks that are being used are too complicated. Yeah. As yeah, well. So something get, yeah. simple like Rider Waite Smith or Morgan Greer, anything that has a very simplistic approach to the actual artwork in itself, like specific artwork, might actually be good. It may be the opposite. It may be that you need a specific type of artwork that you really mm -hmm. correlate, that really speaks to, that you can immerse yourself in. We can find small details. Like the best comparison would be the the on one end you have the Rider Waite Smith, very simplistic, very straightforward, plain colors, mm -hmm. laid out very you know plain, and then yeah. you have the Shadowscape Sarah. Which yeah, is, I always had a problem with that one. I love so, it artistically, yes, but it is amazingly done. I'm amazingly done. But if you're feeling overwhelmed in that moment, it might be yeah. too much. While on the other hand, if you're feeling like there's not enough that you can pull from a deck like Shadowscapes, for example, or any other deck that has, you know, a very busy uh, artwork on it you will you will be able to gravitate and find small things that's like oh this is like the thing that's popping out because that's you know right. me starting off with right away going into more and more complicated decks was just that i'm finding new aspects new meanings to the same card that i've read for like a year or two now yeah because you know there there's a bunny depicted here or there's like this swirl or there's you know this symbol placed in there on this card and stuff like that yeah you know? it's almost like when you have those kind of decks like like you know the shadowscapes it's like at this point in time right now it's like i can't concentrate on one thing i can i i see it's not that i i can i just i can't focus on different details so mm -hmm. my intuition can't pick it up so what i end up doing is like just kind of looking at the picture in a whole and that's not helping my intuition because mm -hmm. i'm just looking at the picture and i'm just exactly. like exactly mm okay like exactly yeah um i was I, but a I, card came to mind from the shadowscape star now specifically the the seven of the seven of wands the yeah. dude with you know fighting off all of the sticks yeah for some people that's like what what the hell is going on and the depiction in the shadowscapes is a fox if i'm not mistaken protecting yes. its young from a badger that's come into her nest yeah it's very you know you're protecting your ideals you're protecting your offspring you protect the things that are important to you where you mm -hmm. might not get that from a dude standing on a hill you know just sticks poking at him and him being like bitch come at me you know may not give you that same piece of information or make that logical sense in comparison to something else so change of scenery is good in that sense well, I don't know about you, but like also lately, um, I've been pulling a lot more of the majors. 
than I am pulling minors yeah. when I'm reading for myself, when I'm reading for other people. I mean, a lot, like it's like major, 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 like, and I wonder if like, it's because of all the things going on in the world today, mm-hmm. everything, people don't really have a minute anymore to focus on their internal life battles and Mm. to focus on themselves and the minors which is your day-to-day bullshit you know and so people's like everything right now is just go big or go home do or die (laughs) you know like and that's why we're getting i feel like that's why i'm getting so majors but now that you mention it yeah the readings that i'm doing for people definitely have been a lot more major kind of base where it's like a major kind of after major kind of like the most simplest question i'm like what the fuck is going on there to the point where i've had readings where it's like oh there's a minor con in this position like how do I read that's, that? That's <laughs> it's a, like, exactly. It's like, wow, I even I forgot what the card means at this point because you know it's just been majors. You get like the hierophant, and I got the high priestess, and I'm like, what one yeah. next to another? I'm like, what? Yeah, like, mind blown. Like, it's going does there. This like, mean, like, okay, so you can have... I get like even my cheating card on the bottom of the deck yeah. has been like a major, and I'm like, how, how am I gonna get any hints about, yeah, what like internally you're feeling because i don't think that like i think people are just in this heightened state of major feelings and there's not there's just no minor bullshit right now like you know like vacuuming the rug or yelling at your kids or like you know hating your job is not major because everybody's concerned about the war and the gas prices and corona and like yeah it's just heightened heightened and yeah like but it's it's hard it's It's not easy now i have a you're trying to give them a good reading and you're just like yeah hey (laughs) like you still try but it's like yeah there's you know major shit on the horizon and you know i i have to admit that i haven't done a tower reading specifically Mm -hmm. a tower reading for myself on myself Mm -hmm. in months Hmm. i've been doing readings for others like you know like usual but i haven't done a reading for myself and i haven't treated myself to a reading from you know every every december i order a reading Mm -hmm. i haven't even done that last year yeah i mean i've kind of stopped playing with is ganesh's you know whispers of lord ganesh oracle and that's it that's pretty much like my everyday thing and that's it yeah and that's probably just because you need, like, you have a relationship and yeah. you just feel like, this is my buddy. And, like, it's not Literally. that I'm necessarily looking for advice, but I'm just looking for some uplifting, yeah. positive yeah. energy, which is something I'm not getting from yeah. the world, period, right exactly. now. So, like, yesterday right. is the best example. You know what was going on. Yeah. So, yesterday, I was feeling him the whole bloody day, like, the whole day. It's just, like, being in my ear. It's, like, it's all going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. Yeah. Now, yeah, I, I mean, think I'm... he's partially guilty for the mess that happened. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. he was like, you know, let's just open that door. Let's have some 
fun, bitch. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I want to laugh at some things. So yeah, fuck the consequences. Point, you know, <laughs> yeah. so what, what the fuck? You know, there's nothing wrong with it. Let's just swing open that door and whatever happens, happens. You know, Life is about fun, following exactly, your heart, you know, like having a good time. So here it is. Yeah, I but I mean that, that does room get you in trouble with that fucking thing, whatever it is, and that's it. Yeah, because it did literally feel like I was thrown into a room. And it's like, where the fuck am I? So yeah. That... However, I and I don't know if this is a Ganesh thing. I am a true believer, and and it is my advice to everybody. Period is when you are faced with um. A decision or a problem or uh, you know need some sort of direction always follow your heart because even if it turns out badly you'll never have regret because mm-hmm. you'll your heart will always put you in the direction that you need to be in and that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good direction you know because we learn lessons in life from good and bad you know if so you make a oopsie whoopsie or a fucky wooky at least you'll learn yeah. something from it if right. you're smart you're gonna learn and something from it and you're gonna when, avoid that or you're gonna do it better or whatever or you'll uh, do it again but like and you're gonna, if you follow yeah. your heart you don't feel so, as much regret for a bad decision quote unquote let's say than you would logically because if you use your brain you're just gonna be like well that was stupid and I knew I shouldn't have done that and my brain told me to go in that direction because logic logically that made more sense and it didn't work out for me but if your heart tells you to do it you'll never you'll never regret it and you'll always be in the right direction. So, I mean, that's my, that's what I tell people all the time when they're like, what should I do? I'm like, what does your heart tell you to do? Well, logically that doesn't make sense. Well, your logic and your heart, two different things. True that, true that. And I'm also thinking like, if you, you know, fuck up, I mean, you also, you also learn. And I'm thinking of that story because I know we mentioned that, uh, I think it was yeah, it was last year on one of our when we did when we did the spiritual tapped episode when we talked about yeah. all the different gods. One of the stories that stuck with me is from you know Ganesh and when his brother and him competed, you know, and and their parents set the task of you know whoever gets around the world first, you know, something 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 I don't know there, there was some sort of prize or whatever. And, you know, his brother rushed off on his chariot and he was laughing at Ganesh because his chariot was getting pulled by a mouse. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, but what he did is like he let his brother rush off and what he did is just made a circle around his parents saying that his parents are his world. Yeah. Now that's like, you know. Well, that was... That was some, that's him going with his emotion, his heart, you know, like instead of being like, I got to win and logically, you know, (laughs) so it's almost like freaking cheetah. (laughs) Exactly. Using that metaphor, like what is your world? What are you trying to circle? Are you going around in circles, circling actually nothing? Right. What is your world? You know, you you can have your motives, you you can have your directions, you can have your goals, Mm-hmm. but what's that world what's that aspect that you're well, really fighting for you know what you're really right. going for 
Yeah. I mean, if it was me on the thing, I probably wouldn't circle my parents. I mean, I don't know if I'd be smart enough to, I mean, my kids are my world, but I think that if I was actually in the race, I would probably not win because I would stop to experience everything because it's the experience of the journey that is my priority. It's not winning. So like, what do they say? That's, that's saying like, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey, Journey, you know? (laughs) So that is very true. And that is very true. I agree with that 100%. That's very true. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'm point being, we don't have much advice because we're both going through the same kind of disconnect. Yeah. yeah. But I think we just kind of wanted to talk about it because um, we just want to let people know that we're going through it and that if you're going through it, it's not so much maybe you personally, but more of a spiritual disconnect in a on whole a global, on a global right, level. Yeah. On a universal yeah. level and that like it's okay we can't tell you or predict like when it's going to happen. I know you had some really good advice for me uh, back a couple months ago. You were like, well, maybe not play with the tarot, maybe pick up a different type of divination and step away from the tarot a little bit. That's and true well. I'm going to tell you what, like, honestly, I dropped everything, like everything. It took so much energy and determination to even change my altar from Samhain to what it is now which is dragons and just like gatekeepers and like protection um and knowledge uh, that kind of thing I keep buying decks I buy them they speak to me like I buy them they come I don't even open them they just sit on my altar I don't really understand and that's how bad my disconnect is I had to get to the point where I was like Jenna stop buying decks because point blank period point being i'm not connecting and i'm wasting my money (laughs) i mean i'm about to start selling them because i'm like "Eh." i mean it's true you you can go with you can go with runes you can go with i ching you can go into lenormand you can go into scrying and stuff like that so you know just find something that speaks to you at that point that will maybe eventually get you back on the road with yeah. you know an old tool or might open up something even better that you know works for you right amazingly well without having to use the cards you know yeah i mean i i, mean, I based it on cards because that's my primary tool and that's what i work yeah. with the most and i've tried runes but haven't really felt that same connection and wasn't able to get that same storyline from you know runes but yeah. You know, you never know. There might come a day where I don't do cards anymore and um, turn mm-hmm. into scrying or I turn into I Ching or, you know, Lenormand or some fucking shit. There's Sybils. I, di- I didn't know that there are Sybils out there. You know, that's also a uh, card format. And I'm like, I might give that a go at some point. Right. Um, I, and the other thing I noticed is like, when it comes to like reading other people, um, they're not that lately they're not they haven't been here for the oracles or the other forms of divination they like i don't know about your people but they literally only want tarot and i have to get to a point with some of them where i'm like 
same shit, different reading because you're asking for tarot so much. And I mean, we all know as tarot readers, like you can't read very often because shit doesn't change day by day. And now we're having all these majors come up. So I'm not even getting minors to like help you get through that issue. And I don't see majorly anything coming up. Hence, your life is just boring right now, but that's okay. If the if the boat's it's not rocking, it's you know, like, right now. yeah, yeah, um, no news is good news. So, um, but it's just like, well, would you like an Oracle card? Do you want me to try something else? And they're like, nah, or I do. And they're just like, mm, like, I didn't, I didn't get what I want. Like I, the Oracle wasn't giving me what I'm looking for kind of thing. My, my client or the person yeah. I'm reading for. Yeah. They're just not up to it. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. If anybody has any input people that, or people that come for readings to me are like, yeah, you do whatever. Because I, I usually have a, a pendulum. I have a tarot deck, and I have an oracle deck out. So I'm like, especially if I'm doing recorded, I'm I'm letting people know like this. These are the tools used, and even in a written format. Mostly when I start chatting to people, we just get into topic, and then I forget to mention what yeah. I'm using um because i like to you know when i'm starting a reading i like to just kind of a create that you know sense of connection where it's not like mm -hmm. you're feeling you know put off or you're feeling disconnected or you're feeling like you know worrying about what he's gonna say it's like hey it's cool it's cool i'm a human too you know mm -hmm. I, I might be reading cards and i might be you know all witchy and shit but i'm a human too so it's like i try to do that so yeah, but I've never, never had anybody be like, oh, I don't want, don't want oracle cards. Most people are like, do you, want, do you want me to put an oracle card for you just to see what the advice is? And they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, they'll take it. They're like, yeah, sure. But it just doesn't feel like yeah. my people are, I don't know, be, feeling satisfied from the oracle. As much as they were a couple years ago when they were like, it was almost like affirmation to the tarot. And mm -hmm. like, even though it's still the same thing, they're just kind of like, I don't know. No, they no. just, they're just like, it's not tarot or I don't get it. Like, you know, like, and yeah. I'm just like, okay. Like, so I've been leaving my Oracle decks at home cause it just, they just don't want it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, but, that's okay. I'm going to fucking force it on you. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, no, your people your clients you know, i don't really have any clients right now because i'll be honest okay. with them they're like and even the random people like i just read somebody on saturday which was like a friend of a friend and she's like oh i heard you read cards will you read mine and i was like yeah but the first thing i said to her was like warning <laughs> it's like i am having a very hard time connecting to the universe so if i don't give you a very detailed or you know, good intuitive reading. I, I apologize, but this is all I can really do right now. So I'd be interested to see, like, to go to like a professional, like in my area, we have like, you know, psychics that work in like shops and stuff like that. I'd be interested to see if they're having like the same problem. They might have you to know? do that. You and know. you and I would <clears throat> know because we are readers ourselves. So we yeah. know that the card that's being laid and the fact that like we're not getting as much like information as we might normally get you know like oh i'm gonna have to test that out i really that am. might that might be what if oh i have an idea 
when we have like a mission what if that's another episode idea what if we get our cards read or you know get a psychic to read us um yeah i mean i'm down for that you know what was cool like back in the day you could actually pay for the reading to be like recorded like audio wise i don't yeah. know if they still do that because cassette tapes don't exist anymore <laughs> but recorded um, readings they're just sent through email not cassette. yeah no well yeah because i want to act me personally i'd actually want to go to like the tea room which is a building that's been around since the 70s and they have all sorts of readings and i'd actually want to go to a psychic like not just order one but like go to an actual psychic because i want to i want to read the cards while they're reading the cards just to see not to test them but just to see if they're having the same problems see when i got my cards read i tend to avoid wanting to look at the cards because i interpret them my own way yeah. Like this means that, and then they tell me something different, and it's like, yeah, that's that's true, that's very true. But I've already seen the card before you told me anything, so right. I'm already, you know, I've already made a different story in my mind. So I tend to avoid it. I'm just okay. I'm not gonna look at the, the cards. Hmm. Um, I think the last reading that I got was from Chase, from Two of Owls Tarot. I was a guest mm-hmm. on this podcast last year, um, and yeah, it's um. It was it was very accurate, but I was avoiding looking at the cards because you know I, I was gonna make up my own story and it's just it's not gonna work that way. I'm well, not gonna I like get when that I happens. like it. Yeah, I mean, because like let's be real, like as as much as a tarot reader can get downloads from their clients and hit on points, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're getting one hundred percent of the way that this is affecting that person or 100% of the information. I mean, and that's, True. that's general knowledge, at least within the spiritual community. I mean, True. I feel like outsiders think, Oh my God, they're going to like know everything. They're psychics, but we're not psychics, you know? <laughs> so um, some of us are, so I, yeah, but it I mean, still, still doesn't mean that we are mind readers, unfortunately. Right. And so I like to look, but I don't, I don't sit there and judge in my head or go, no, 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 that's wrong. Unless it is like 100% wrong. Like, um, you know, uh, yeah. but yeah, um, I like to look because usually they're on point and they're in the right direction and they're giving me the basic of what they're feeling. And then I can look at it and I can interpret it deeper so it's almost like me getting affirmation that okay i have a good reader and then also yeah this you know it sparks things in me that i'm like okay like i can get deeper with it yeah yeah exactly i don't know but that's just me yeah i get it i get it all right well i mean i can definitely try to get my cards read i'll see who wants to go with me yeah. And, uh, and I mean, it's quite expensive like lately that's why I'm, I'm i'm gonna order it like i have i have two people that i usually went to one was chase and then um the other one was kelly from truth in the story mm-hmm. she does amazing reviews of cards they're long as shit but you get so much detail about the actual deck she's on yeah. youtube and i've gotten readings from her before and 
fucking amazing. So I'm I'm gonna probably gonna go there. And I'm also thinking yeah. maybe invest because you know you can get like cheap shit in Fiverr. Maybe just get I kind of wanna I kind of wanna go to somebody who's like the lowest rating and also <laughs> like super cheap. And I think we should do that, like maybe five bucks. Both of us do that, get like separate readings where they yeah. send us the pictures of the cards, but also tell us, you know, like what's going on, like maybe in written format so we can read it off on the podcast. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. So okay, we can sit I here mean. and judge. <laughs> or not, or actually give props and a shout out to somebody who for five bucks is is, is like giving an excellent yeah, reading. But that's also you know? judging. Like, judging can be not. good or bad. I can no, judge you to be good or bad. Whatever. I, I'm going to go I have, out because I, I need a day out. my decision about who you are or what you're doing, I have judged you. So whether that be positive or negative, I don't, I don't, when I say judge, I don't necessarily mean I'm going to shit talk about you. It might be that I'm going to praise you because you're fucking excellent, but I've made my judgment. So yeah, I think we should do that because that would be fun. So yeah, point being, we're done. Maybe everybody, all the readers, maybe that's a good way to like, you know, spark your intuition or spark your connection is just by like you know maybe stop reading for other people and actually go get a reading for yourself because we as readers tend to read ourselves but we don't tend to like go to other people because why pay for something we can do for ourselves like one more thing before we go talk to somebody about the cards I find that to be the, the greatest spark that, you know, just lights my intuition up is talk to somebody about cards in general or a specific card or whatever. Yeah. Just talk to find somebody. your tribe. Yeah. Reconnect with I your mean, tribe. If you can't do it physically, video call options, everything. Go to Messenger, call them, talk to somebody. Because I know people do that, like reading exchanges and it's like, oh, let's do a call. Like you have Facebook yeah. groups for that and stuff like that. So do something like that because that also I've personally found that sparks my own, you know, thought yeah. process. And it's like, oh, you know, I haven't considered this aspect about a card, or you yeah. know, that really kind of ignites this thing that I forgot about a card or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, even me talking to you, because and we don't really we don't even really talk about like cards oh. and spiritual stuff, but I knowing that you are spiritual, it does. I don't know, inspire me a little bit, give me a, but then, I, but then, you know, we only have our one chat a week and there's more days where I'm kind of like, like as the days progress after we talk, I'm just kind of go back to my bottom line, which is. That meh. tells us that we're <laughs> going to have to chat more often. Just well, get on a you quick have call, a busy like, life. Well, and... Yeah, but I will, I will make room for like a 10 to 15 minute chat. And be like, hey, what's up? What cards did you pull? Okay, let's let's go through it. Let's go back to the basics. Let's unpack them. Whatever. Or maybe we need to just have a tarot class. Like a foundation. Like a building foundation. Yeah. Anyways, point being, point being. I think we've talked long enough and we don't have any real advice. <laughs> so, you know. Every advice is real advice. It will yeah. hopefully help someone. Or at least let or just people entertain know that, you. like, entertain or just let you know you're not alone. 
Yeah, you know, people are feeling this, even if they're not talking about it. So, I mean, a lot of professionals probably aren't saying that because they fear they will lose business. But yeah, genuinely, I think most of us are feeling it. Yeah. But yeah, point being, it would be interesting to know what other people's thought processes of why this is happening. Yeah. So please comment you know, on Instagram, um, or down below on the podcast, if you have any like insight <laughs> or, you know, idea of, or theory of why this spiritual disconnect is happening, like you said, globally, you know, exactly within the community. Exactly. So, so yeah, being, I guess we're done. We're done. Bye. Bye. Toodles. <laughs> Bye.